Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. The following program is rated D for dumb. is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Well, hello everybody. My name is Dave Canyon. Are you ready to dumb it down? It seems to me like you're ready. I'm ready. I seem to myself to be ready. If we're both ready, then let's just get right to it. We have a lot to talk about today, I think. I'm not really sure. Real quickly, I want to thank Alex Exum, the voice at the top of the show that announces me. That's alexexum.com, A-L-E-X-E-X-U-M.com. Listen to Alex Exum every Tuesday night at 10 o'clock for live talk. And sometimes, one time, maybe again, he'll do the Exum Experience. And then uh, the song uh, you heard is, um, well, first let's do the AI. The AI voice you heard is, uh, I think that was Emma, and that's supplied by Linda Irwin from Awesome Insanity Surfers. Thank you, Linda, for her support and her uh, great podcast, Awesome Insanity Surfers. You can uh, find that on uh, Spreaker, and um, so as well as the um, live talk and XM experience on Spreaker and other podcast platforms as well. And last but not least, going for a drive from Hal in Philly. Hal Aaron, known as Hal in Philly on Twitter, going for a drive, supplying the music. You know, every time I hear that song, uh, I like it more and more. And I think about who could do that song and make it famous. And obviously, any of the Eagles. I, I, I say any of the Eagles. I can't tell one Eagle from another. I'm, I never was like a big, by the way, not the Philadelphia Eagles, the rock and roll Eagles. So... Uh, any one of those guys but I still like the idea of uh, John Fogarty doing it uh, with a little bit of a CCR touch to it, you know, Clearance Clearwater Revival and uh, if I w- I'm a drummer, 
And if I had a band, if I had a heavy metal band, I would love to do that song, like heavy metal style, and like really chord crunch it, chord crunch it. It'd be a lot of fun. All right, good job, Hal and Philly. Hal and Philly. Yeah, Hal and Philly, Hal Aaron. We're going for a drive. It was nice to have met him at Podcast Movement 2019, so that's why you go to these things, so you can network. Come on, dude. Look at this guy. Signal! Signal, you're coming off the rest area. That's the most road rage you'll ever hear me do. From Jersey, can't drive with his minivan. His Honda Odyssey. Didn't even signal. Got a signal. Anyway. So, um, I mean, I slowed down, and then he slowed down. And I sped up, and he sped up. If he just signaled, that would have been, all right, I get it. You're signaling. But he didn't signal at all. Okay, let's move on. That was un- that was unexpected. One of, Probably one of the rare, really, uh, instances I've had with another vehicle doing this show. Okay, so there's all that. And uh, it is December 1st. It is a Sunday. It is 1046 in the morning. I'm on my way home. And it is 2019, December 1st, 2019. For those of you uh, that care, um, the Northeast is about to get hit with a big snowstorm. And I'm on my way home. And uh, I'm going to get the snowblower ready. I'm going to get the cars ready. going to get the driveway ready. Everything's got to get ready for the big snowstorm coming in the next uh, two days. Uh, the storm watch storm warning by the way i really want them to stop with that stop with the storm watch and the storm warning how about storm severity number one or number two like uh, like defcon you know i don't know the difference you're watching a storm you're alerting me to a storm i know that there's different criteria one's more serious than the other but why doesn't noah is it noah why doesn't the Weather Channel and know? Don't they realize that 99% of Americans are laymen? We don't know what's the difference between a watch and an alert and a, a gimme or a, a, a woo-woo and a ha-ha. Stop with that. Just give it a number. Oh, uh, this is, uh, you know, don't they do that with hurricanes? Isn't it like F1, F2, F3, whatever? So why can't they do it with, with snowstorms? Yeah, you know, or storms in general or whatever. Yeah, this is a uh, snowstorm number one. Snowstorm. Well, this is a snowstorm uh, small. This is a s- snowstorm medium. This is you know why don't can't, why can't they get snowstorms sponsored by Starbucks? You know, this is a grande. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure most of America would understand. I don't understand the whole grande thing because I don't do Starbucks because I don't like burning my throat with the most harshest coffee chemicals in the world. Um. So anyway, that's my take on that. But there's a big snowstorm coming. And depending on who you listen to, at what time of the day you listen to it, we're getting 3 to 6 inches, 6 to 12, 12 to 19, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, um, it's like snowstorm roulette. I have no idea what we're in for. And you know what? I bet you it'll be very typical that this whole thing blows over and we barely get 3 inches. Because this happens all the time. First storm of the year, everybody's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then nothing happens. Everybody's like, wait, what happened? And then, you know, you got you got to wait for the weather channel to go, uh, this is meteorologist uh, storm field. Or what's it, Sam Champion. Uh, yeah, we kind of, uh, well, you know, we, we, we were right, but then we were wrong. But we're, up until the point where we were wrong, oh, we were very right. And then we went wrong. You know, the, uh, the low-pressure system uh, and the high-pressure system had a conversation. And, uh, you know, everything fizzled out. The storm, the front did this, whatever. Who cares? It was a weathermen. Job I definitely should have had. 
Why didn't my father encourage me to do that? He knew I loved it. I was like, man, and I, I think I talked about this once before. Growing up in Brooklyn, New York, my favorite news out of all the news, 245, 79, and 11. Those were the channels we had in New York. 245, 79, 11 before cable came and ruined everything. 245, 79, and 11. And sometimes 13. Uh, and if you had UHF, forget about it if you wanted to watch the news in Spanish. So, um, uh, yeah, I would, uh, Storm Field was the eyewitness news guy on Channel 7. And I said, this guy's never going to leave this job. First of all, you know, I know he's good looking for news, right? He's good looking for weather. And uh, everybody in the station loved him, you know. I said, yeah. And if his father was Frank Field. Frank Field worked at Channel 4. Oh, he was a snoozer. <laughs> Old man. And then Stormfield came in and, you know, he thought he was funny. He was never funny. But, you know, he, did, he had that typical weatherman, young, good looking thing going. And um, I couldn't believe it. He left the job one day. He goes, yeah, I'm going to Hollywood. I'm going to see if I can make it in Hollywood, which he didn't. But he was a weatherman. Why would you leave your job as a weatherman? Who told him he had, he had talent for Hollywood? Anyway, and then uh, Spencer's Christian came in later on. But uh, he stayed for 100 years. And then Sam Champion came. He stayed for 100 years. And then he left. Why am I doing weatherman trivia? You know why? Because I'm, I'm obsessed. And then um, Sam Champion went to the Weather Channel, which was a big mistake, and uh, that flopped. And now he's like, you know, the substitute again. Back, uh, he's starting all over again on Eyewitness News. And uh, oh yeah, he was at Good Morning America for a long time too. So you know, yeah, that's what Storm Field should have done. Should have waited for his uh, his uh, Good Morning America slot. That's what the, they take all the New York weathermen. That's what they do. Anyway, I should have been a weatherman. But I didn't think he was ever going to quit. So I was like, I'm not going to pursue being a weatherman. Not that I knew how to do it. But it would have been nice to have a relationship with my father. I'd go, hey, Dad, how do you become a weatherman? And he'd go, well, son, it's like this. you got to do your homework. And then you got to go to college. And you probably have to study science and uh, that weather stuff. That's what my father would have said. You know, you got to study that weather stuff. Oh, like cumulus nimbus clouds? Yeah, like whatever you just said. That's what my father would have said. Yeah, whatever you just said. Cumulus numbers. Anyway. So, we have a snowstorm coming. All right. The other day I did a show. And uh, I had some notes. I still have my post-it. I didn't lose the post-it. I talked about Amtrak. I talked about iHeartRadio. I talked about that Tesla truck. And I talked about the fire uh, fires in California and putting out fires and why we have problems with it. And I talked about pragmatism. I know I beat it to death, folks. And I know I'm the only show that mentions pragmatism, being pragmatic. And I know I don't always use it correctly. I know that. And, um, but I, I, I have to use it when I can and because I'm the only one. And that's like really what makes my show different is that it is a part of my life. And you got to admit, in 1969, 50 years ago, if the President of the United States, 69, Kennedy, Nixon, Lincoln, I don't know. If they uh, had sat down and said, hey, listen, because um, I don't have the statistics. I don't have a staff. But can we all agree that there's probably there probably was forest fires in California prior to 1969? Right? You would think, right? Santa Ana wins. Santa Ana wins is something that's new, right? I don't. I don't know. I, I assume there were fires in California 
way before 1969. And you just would have thought they would have said, hey, uh, you know, we're sending a, a rocket to the moon. You know, uh, maybe we should work on stopping forest fires. Can we do that? You can we? You got you guys get time? Can we meet up this Monday? You know, this uh, uh, you know first meeting of the of the week, or maybe you guys can come to my house on Sunday. I'll get some um, Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know, and uh, before it was called KFC, and uh, you know, I'll get the Colonel. We'll sit down. We'll roundtable it. How can we prevent forest fires? You know, because the Smokey the Bear thing is very entertaining. And by the way, I think we should try merchandising that. Maybe we could take the funds from merchandising Smokey the Bear. You know, Smokey the Bear paraphernalia and uh, Smokey the Bear cartoon, Smokey the Bear movie. You know, because there's Yogi Bear. The kids love the Yogi Bear. And all he does is steal picnic baskets. So we can get Smokey Bear, and we're thinking of sending him on an adventure in a cartoon with the, the Indian guy that cries at the river. So we'll do pollution, maybe, and we'll combine that with fighting forest fires with Smokey the Bear. People love the bear. He wears that hat, the ranger hat. He looks so cute. And um, we'll make a cartoon. We'll make a feature movie. We'll sell some stuffed animals, posters. You know, we'll do some stuff. We'll make some money. We'll raise we'll raise some funds, you know. And then we'll uh, put that money towards, I don't know, pipeline, a water pipeline, some sort of irrigation system where we can get water from nearby lakes to the tops of mountains. So, you know how you go to the supermarket and you just, psh, I don't know if they had it in 69. You know how you go to the supermarket and it's like, psh, right on the vegetables every, like, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever, psh, and there's water. Like a mist, like the Amazon rainforest. Yeah, why couldn't we start in 1969? Just, you know, start with one hot spot. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's 50 years ago. I'm, that's, that's not my strength. My strength is coming up with ideas and uh, asking questions. You know, I'm just a podcaster. But putting myself in that situation, I think somebody might have said, hey, why don't we, uh, we got a plan. Oh, by the way, does anybody have a plan? Commercials are doing great. The PSAs. Smokey the Bear doing great. Everybody loves him. Uh, I don't think we're preventing forest fires. Because you know what they say in the commercial? Only you. Smokey Bear says, only you can prevent forest fires. And I don't think we should rely on you. You seems to be unreliable. Can we all agree that you are unreliable? You know, in quotations, you. Because that's what Smokey says. Only you could prevent forest fires. Well, you doesn't seem to be interested in that. You seems to be interested in having a good time, leaving behind pollution, making the Indian cry, and starting fires. They don't know anything about putting out fires and, you know, embers. and They don't care. They're on vacation. They're on holiday, man. So let's maybe stop relying on you and figure out something else like maybe a pipeline a water pipeline but Dave that's that's so ridiculous well let me direct you towards Alaska where they had the oil pipeline yeah but Dave that's oil there's a lot of money yeah but if you had a water pipeline that's a lot of money too because how much money did we lose over the last 50 years in forest fires how many firefighters have died? How many people have died? How many houses have been destroyed? 
how many people have been evacuated, how much time has been lost at work because of this. Just go on and on and on about all the negativity, all the negative that's attached to forest fires in California, the evacuations, the dirty air, you know, the the the, uh, the corruption of the air, or the, 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 the whatever the word is, the pollution. I, I, if you added up all the costs of forest fires over the last 50 years, I bet you it's more money than any water pipeline would have ever been. I bet you. And if not, I bet you it's pretty close. And if not, and if it's not close, still, what's the value on lives? Oh, by the way, there's animals that die in forest fires too. And they get displaced. And by the way, uh, in California, there's been so much drought. Uh, that I think the cow, the cattle industry is like devastated. The, the horse industry, like anything that's uh, animal reliant and, you know, eating the grass, you know, below them reliant. That's all gone or a lot of it is gone. I don't know for sure. I just know I've seen a 2020 episode here or there. I've seen a 60 Minutes episode here or there. And I know that in California, anything that involves the ground and moisture and growth, not doing well. Even Napa Valley. Hasn't the Napa Valley, Sonoma Valley, haven't they had fires? I think so. So they have, they've had a lot of governors in 69. A lot of governors. They've had a lot of people in charge of the interior, uh, housing, and they've had a lot. Of, they've had a lot of people in office, and yet somehow, you know, I guess we're so concerned with the drug war, which we lost and are continuing to lose. Although now we're legalizing stuff, so maybe the tide is turning. Um, I think we're probably very obsessed with immigration. Yeah, that's that's valuable. That. Although, I think you could solve the problem with the pipeline. You know, say, oh, how are you going to do the pipeline? You know, that's so expensive. And, you know, how are you going to get water from here to there? Where are you going to get the water from? Well, I assume there's a lot of Mexicans on the other side of the border that would love to come to the United States and lay pipe. I'm just saying. You know, maybe that could be their way to paying for naturalization or in paying for citizenship. Like, hey, you know what? If you come to this country and lay some pipe, We'll give you credits because we can't get Americans to do it. Or maybe we can. Maybe in 1969 we could have. I don't know about now, but whatever. I'm just trying to be, because that's a lot of pipe. That's laying a lot of pipe to lay, right? California's a big state, a lot of pipe. So, also, a lot of you might be asking, where are you going to get this water from? And all I can say is, listen, I don't know anything about that. I don't know. I don't know where the water is. Uh, can you drill down below? It's funny that we could drill for oil, but we can't drill for water. There's never water down there. All right. How about we get the water from the ocean? But Dave, there's fish in the ocean. I mean, listen. We're not taking all the water out of the ocean. We're taking some of it. Yeah, but it's salt water. Yeah, I know. I was on the USS Mobile. I was on the USS Dallas. The USS Sunbird. Every ship in the Navy has, uh, it's not called, is it called the evaporator? I don't know if it's called the evaporator or it's called something. But they have a machine. It's not like a toaster or a washing machine. I think it's quite bigger than that. And all these boats take water from the ocean and they process it and turn salt water into clean water. 
and it's water that you can shower with. Because Navy sailors don't shower with salt water. We also don't drink salt water. So when we're out at sea, where do you think all these boats get their water from? They get their water from the ocean. And then we clean it up. And then we drink it, and then we shower with it. And then we pee it away. That I can't help you with. I don't know what we do with the pee. The pee goes into a baffle. I think a baffle. Or some... uh, A bilge. It goes into a bilge tank, I think. And then I don't know what they do with it from there. I can't imagine they process that. I don't know if the Navy technology is that good. But that's what we do, folks. Submarines and ships and all that. They take water from the ocean. And for some reason, I remember them calling it an evaporator. But I think it's something else. And uh, not the eliminator, but they definitely change salt water into fresh water. There's a way of doing it. They do it. And we were always told to you know, take five-minute showers. We call them uh, Navy showers as opposed to Hollywood showers. So we wouldn't use like five gallons. We would only use two or three gallons per shower. You were supposed to go in and rinse. That was like three minutes. Rinse. Shut it off. Lather. And then turn it back on. Another two minutes, maybe three minutes, and then, you know, that's it. You were all cleaned up. I think that was the Navy shower, five minutes. That was it. So it is possible to get water from the sea. How do you keep fish from not being sucked up? Listen, there's screens. I don't don't know. What are you asking me crazy questions for? I don't know. How do you not suck up algae? There's a way of doing it. Algae's at the top, maybe, of the surface and not the bottom. And by the way, just think of the environmental impact of all these forests not being burnt down. No more mudslides, uh, more trees giving back more oxygen. Maybe you slow down global warming, you know, uh, climate change or whatever you want to call it. It's definitely a doable thing. Definitely more doable in 1969 than it is now. But you know what? Now is just as now as 1969 was. In 1969, nobody could foresee that we'd be at 2019 having these problems and issues, right? You don't remember 1969 where people were talking about global warming. And, well, I remember the ozone layer became a big deal once upon a time. This this hole in the ozone layer. And I'm not an environmentalist. All I'm saying is I'm a pragmatist, right? I'm a pragmatic. And all I think is that in 1969... It would have been a good idea if they went, all right, listen, let's get together, get the wives, you know, we'll get the kids, we'll go meet by the pool, and, uh, you know, we'll get some KFC, we'll get Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, there's a new place that just opened up called McDonald's. Let's get McDonald's, Carl's Jr., or whatever. We'll sit around, we'll hash out these ideas. Let's put an end to forest fires. I don't know, Dave, that sounds crazy. It's very aggressive and adventurous. Yeah, but, you know, what the hell? What else we got to do? I don't think the bear's doing it. And we got to come up with a cute uh, story uh, with the bear, with the, so with the cartoon, Saturday mornings. ABC is giving us the green light for Smokey the Bear series. The, it's going to come on after uh, after the Jackson 5 cartoon and before the Osmond Brothers uh, cartoon. And uh, after the Osmond Brothers is Hong Kong Fui. That's a pretty good Saturday morning lineup. So they're giving us, you know, 8.30 a.m. prime time Saturday morning cartoon with Smokey the Bear. So uh, let's do it. All right. Break. Everybody go back to your offices. That's how I see it, folks. I dumbed it down for you pretty good there. 
I think we could have ended forest fires a long time ago. I think we could have uh, done a lot of things starting in 1969. I was born in 63, but I'm just using 69 as a crazy number. All right, let's see if we can go to listeners' comments. Uh, by the way, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. Uh, you know, tweet me at Dumb with Dave, D-U-M-B. Tweet me at Dumb with Dave. Email me at Dumbing It Down with Dave at Don't forget to go to Facebook. There's a Dumbing It Down with Dave Facebook page. There's also a group page. I have no idea what's the difference. If any of you know the difference between my like page and my group page, let me know because I don't even know. I have a website called DaveCanyon.com in which you can see DumbingItDownWithDave.com. Also, you go to DaveCanyon.com and you can sign up for the newsletter. Yeah, you'll get an automatic response. Email away. You'll get something via MailChimp. And don't forget, if you can, folks, I'd appreciate if you could subscribe to Dumbing It Down with Dave on YouTube. I'd love to do it for you if you do it on Spreaker so you can hear it, but you can also listen to this. Apparently, there's a couple of people who actually listen to the show on YouTube. I find that fascinating. YouTube is a visual. My show is only audio, but maybe one day it'll be visual. So, yeah, you got a couple places uh, to listen and to watch. Uh, not that I have a camera, but, you know, to watch Dumbing It Down with Dave. But please go to YouTube and subscribe. And by the way, if you could just do me a favor, go to YouTube and subscribe. You don't have to click on the alarm, uh, the notification icon. You don't have to. For Dave's Fit Life, I'd like you to. But not for Dumbing It Down with Dave, because you don't need to be alar- you know, alerted that... My podcast is out, especially if you're following me, following me on Spreaker or Stitcher or uh, I, I, uh, Apple Podcasts or any Illuminary or CastBox, any one of these podcast platforms. All right. 25 minutes. All right. Let's see if I can press some buttons. I think I covered all the social media stuff. Instagram. I'm everywhere. All right. Let's hope this doesn't start playing. All right. Good. All right. Pragmatism could have saved lives. That was the very last show I did. We'll probably just do one sh- comments, show comments, and then we'll, we'll end the show. In this episode, Dave describes several situations in which pragmatism would have saved lives. Yeah, what's there? Yeah, I just uh, I just gave you the big one, the forest fires. All right, so here's the chat. Oh, they're calling it a chat box. You know, I never realized they called it the chat box. May have I? I? I forget now. All right, I wrote. Thank you for listening. Linda Irwin wrote. Four days ago, she wrote this, as of uh, today, December 1st. We are going for a drive for Thanksgiving. The weather here is scary, too. Wow. Yeah, McCall, Idaho. Forget about it. Linda will be buried in three feet of snow, six feet of snow before you know it. Um, Linda Irwin wrote, human lives are worth a lot more than the money it would cost to ensure safety. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Human lives are worth a lot more than the money it would cost to ensure safety. And they always always think it's too expensive. Well, how do you put a price on these lives? This mother and a poor two children. Gone. From the the railroad crash, the Amtrak crash. Terrible. All right. Tesla should make... This was one of the funniest things I've ever read. Tesla should make their windows out of the rock material. Yeah, whatever the rock is made out of, that's what the windows should be made out of. <laughs> that's funny. Patrick Mason wrote... And how many days? Three days ago. Great show, Dave. The somber moments about the railroad accident make you really think about your surroundings one must always pay attention in this fast-paced world we live in yep absolutely patrick good point thank you for listening thank you linda as well hal aaron hal in philly wrote hey dave 
I added Tales of the Road Warriors to Spreaker. So you can find both shows here on Spreaker now. Wow. So you can find It's Easy When You Know How, and I'm all up to date with that. Funny stuff, good stuff, informative, compelling, entertaining. Um, It's Easy When You Know How. And also uh, Tales of the Road Warriors. T-A-L-E-S. T-A-L-E-S of the Road Warriors. Now both on Spreaker. You don't even have to go to Stitcher anymore. And you can leave all your comments for Hal. All right, so that's uh, oh, 27 minutes and 48 seconds. Well, I'm not going to go and do another show because that's what I did a couple weeks ago. I ended up going over 30 minutes. But I can't end early, so... Dave, yes? sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay, Hazel. This is Hazel. I just said that. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. Don't be afraid. I think you should take a drink break. All right, I have some leftover coffee. Let's drink that from Extra Mart. Feeling better now? Yeah, a little bit. Although, Hazel, I got a big storm coming. And uh, I'm not really happy about that. A lot of snow blowing in my future. And uh, I had to cancel my therapist appointment tomorrow. I got to reschedule that. And, you know, I got to go back to work on Tuesday probably. And uh, I feel bad for all the guys that got to drive tractor trailers tonight. Because it's going to be slippery and messy. And I'm just really grateful and thankful. So, uh, by the way, there you go. Thanksgiving. People say, what are you grateful for? I'm never grateful for anything. Yeah, listen, I don't need to be grateful. Oh, come on. I'm grateful for my breath. I'm, I, truly, I'm grateful for breath. I always talk about that. We haven't done a breather break in a long time. Um, but uh, I am truly grateful for breath. I like being alive. Well, what about the birds and the trees and your family and your mom and your dad and your wife? And your, what, about, what about all the things? No. You're asking me a personal question. I'm giving you a personal answer. I am thankful for my breath. I don't have to give you a... It's like I gave it the office. I'm telling you. I'm grateful for... There, there you go. I'm still breathing. You know what? I'm going to be not too happy when I stop breathing. When I stop breathing, I'll be pretty upset. I'll be really upset. Like, oh my God. I stopped breathing. I'm going to die. I'm not even going to have the opportunity to say, oh my God, I'm dead. Because I would have stopped breathing. All right, I got to go, guys. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dumbing It Down with Dave. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, good racks, and great skills. Take care. Is your cell phone bill out of control? Then this is your wake-up call. The new TrackPhone Wireless gives you unlimited talk and text starting at $20 a month, no contract, plus unlimited carryover data with active service. Yep, the new TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com.